This week we read about one of the saddest episodes in all of Tanakh, the death of Aharon Akain. The Medrash says that when it came time for Aharon to leave this world, Hashem was reluctant. He didn't have it in him, so to speak, to go to Aharon and tell him directly that his time in this world was up. So Hashem asked Moshe Rabbeinu for a favor to please do the job for him and tell Aharon to go up to Hoyrahar to his place of death. The Pasuk says that Moshe took Aharon and his son Elazar and they ascended the mountain. Then Moshe took off Aharon's big day kahuna and placed them on Elazar. And they entered the cave and they saw a ready-made bed and a lighted candle. And Moshe told Aharon, get up onto the bed, stretch out your hands and close your mouth. And that's how Aharon left this world. As Moshe and Elazar descended the mountain and Klai Yisrael realized that Aharon wasn't with them, the Pasuk says, all of Klal Yisrael started to cry. Rashi brings a medrash that Klal Yisrael did not believe that Aharon had passed away. Why not? Last week we read after Korach and his men were swallowed up by the earth, some in Klal Yisrael complained and accused Moshe of setting up Korach for his demise. And a plague breaks out and thousands are dying. And Moshe immediately tells Aharon to take a Torah, and Aharon stood between the dead and the living, and the plague stopped. Says the Medrash, the Eden were telling Moshe, how could it be that a person that stood up to the Malach HaMavas and prevented the death of thousands of people should himself die at the hands of the Malach HaMavas? So Moshe davened and an image appeared of Aaron laying on his coffin, being carried to heaven. Only then did Kal Yisrael accept that Aharon died. But it still doesn't answer the question, how can a person that stood up to the angel of death now die at his hands? Furthermore, there's a fascinating Gemara, Mesechtes Bavakama. The Gemara relates the story, Masa Bebita Shel Nechunya, the daughter of Nechunya, the ditch digger. One day, she fell into a large well, and no one could extricate her from there. So they came running to the holy town of the god Ladar, of Hanina ben Doisa. Omalahem Shalom. He said to them, don't worry, she's at peace, she's unharmed. An hour later they came back again. Omalahem Shalom, she's at peace. It's three hours since she fell in and now it's Bekuch Nefesh. They come running back to Hanina ben Doisa. You must help us save the little girl. Omalahem also. You can go home, she's out of the well. They went home and indeed she was home, safe and sound. They came back to Reb Hanina ben Doisa and they asked him, Are you a prophet? How did you know she had ascended the bar? And he said to them, I'm not a prophet or a son of a prophet. But I said to myself, Shall the child of Nechunya, the person that provided so many people with water, be harmed by the very means of where he helped so many people? So the question is, how could Aharon, the person that held back the Malachamavas and prevented the death of so many people, now die at the hands of the Malachamavas? So I saw a fascinating idea from the Vinarov in the Sefer Shemen Rosh. And he says that Aharon did not die through the Malachamavas, but rather he died al-Pi Hashem, known as Mises Neshika. Hashem Kaviyachal kissed Aharon, and that is how his soul departed. The Gemara calls Mises Neshika the most painless death possible. Aharon, the most caring and sensitive, the most beloved person in Klal Yisrael, dies in the most dignified manner. When Hashem offered Moshe the role of being the leader of Klal Yisrael, Moshe was concerned that Aharon, his older brother, would be envious. His, his feelings would be hurt. 
Hashem promised him, don't worry. Not only won't he be jealous, but he will be excited for you. Sometimes we see where a younger sibling gets married before an older one, or an older brother gets passed up for a prominent position in favor of his younger brother, and there could be tremendous envy and jealousy. Not so Aharon, but on the contrary, he was happy for Moshe. Aharon was the quintessential peacemaker, the person known as the Oyev Shalom of Shalom. It would be unbecoming for such a person to be taken by the angel of death. Rather, he died with grace and dignity. Hashem himself prepared his bed and escorted him to his final place in Shemaim. The death of Aharon evokes such strong emotion, the Pasik says, Ve'yifku as Aharon kolbeis Yisrael. All of Kla Yisrael, both men and women, mourned the loss of Aharon. When Moshe died, the Pasik says, Ve'yifku b'nei Yisrael as Moshe, implying only men mourned. However, Aharon's unique character traits enabled him to earn the love and respect of the entire nation. He loved peace and did all he could to promote it. He loved people and always tried to connect them so they live with harmony and unity. The mission says in Avais, There's only one person whom the Mishnah tells us to emulate, and that is Aharon. Aharon teaches us that winning or getting our way is not always as important as maintaining meaningful relationships with those around us. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.